0: We've been talking about, uh, we've been on this journey of this series titled, uh, What's the Point? And we've been looking at what is the major point of each book of the Bible, and, and why is it that the author wrote it? You I mean, what, what was he trying to convey? I think that's helpful, especially as we start to read some of these uh, books in Scripture that are difficult to understand, you know, especially when we don't really understand the context that it was written in, or maybe what society or the culture was like back then. You know, there's lots of different things where, you know, we're at a little bit of a disadvantage reading about these things 2,000 years later. So, you know, that's, that's kind of what this series is all about. What is the main point Excuse me, that the author was writing about? Today we're going to look at the book of Philippians. And Philippians was written by the Apostle Paul. Uh, remember, Paul used to be uh, in in opposition to this new found Christian faith, this Jesus thing, and he was persecuting the church. And then he has an encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. And he gets converted, so now paul is is going around, and instead of throwing Christians in jail, he's preaching the gospel of Christ uh, in all these different cities uh and all these different especially around the pagan you know temples and things of that nature that were located in most of these cities that we read about so Paul went from being a persecutor of the church to now he was a supporter. But Rome didn't like him very much because he was creating all kinds of trouble. So when Paul writes to the Philippian church, he's actually in a Roman prison. You know, he had been in Philippi for a little while. He spent about three months there. uh, And and then he ended up being thrown or being arrested and thrown into a Roman jail back in, in Rome. And from the... From his cell in Rome, he writes to the Philippian church. But it's a very unusual letter compared to most of the letters that Paul wrote, as well as, you know, you look at many of the prophets in the Old Testament and even Jesus, what he, what he, he dictated to John uh, in the book of Revelation. A lot of times it was, you know, condemnation. You, you're you doing this wrong, or you've fallen off the track, or you need to redo this, or you're not doing that quite right. Well, Paul, he writes to the church in Philippi to really tell them, hey, guys, you're doing a great job. Now, I want you to remember, Paul was he was traveling around, and he would many times—he was a tent maker by trade, and Paul would— you know, support himself during these missionary journeys by making tents and repairing tents and things. But when he went to Philippi, he ended up meeting a couple of people that allowed him to, to really focus on the building of the church there itself. Uh, one of the people we read about in the book of Philippians is a woman, a, a businesswoman, who obviously was very uh, successful back then. Her name was Lydia. And Lydia was a believer. And Lydia supported Paul in his ministry. And so that, you know, she opened her doors to him. She opened her finances to him and, and the people that were traveling with him. Uh, and so that they had a place to live. They had a place to, to be housed. They had food. They had, you know, money. They had, you know, all that they needed in order to promote this newfound faith in who Jesus Christ is. And so... He was supported there by, the, by Lydia in, in Philippi. Also, we read about this jailer. You know, remember Paul was like, you know, I'm being thrown into jail, but that's okay because I have a captive audience. You know, these jailers have to, you know, they can't go anywhere. They got to listen to me. They got to make sure I don't escape. So Paul looked at it like, you know. I've got this captive audience and I'm going to just keep preaching to them. And actually the Bible records where several of those uh, jail keepers ended up becoming followers of Jesus because of the teachings of Paul back in those days. Now this was written back in about 61 or 62 AD and Paul wrote four epistles. And an epistle is simply a letter uh, with a particular purpose that was sent to a particular group of people. And Paul wrote four different epistles. One of them was uh, Ephesians, Colossians, and Philemon. And uh, then he ends up writing to the church in Philippi. Uh, And one of Paul's followers and supporters was uh, a man by the name of Ephroditus. And he became sick when he was in Rome. So the letter that Paul wrote that went back to Philippi was delayed for quite a while because of this illness that this gentleman had. And again, the, the, the real key to the book of Philippians is that it's not condemning them for what they were not doing correctly. Paul writes to them and says, "You guys, you you know, you're mastering it. You're you're doing it. You're, you know, even amongst all of the Roman opposition and all of the persecution that you're going through and it was nasty. Don't get the wrong idea. You know, the Roman culture back then was a culture of death. You know, you either obey the Roman authorities or you're going to end up in jail or on a cross. And yet Paul writes to these people that are that are, you know, developing in this church in the midst of all this he says you guys are doing great you're doing a wonderful job i got a couple of scriptures i want to read for you that come out of the book of philippians and the first one is uh chapter one verse six and it says he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of christ jesus i'll read it again he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. What was he telling them and and, and us also? He was saying that, you know, in your life, you might face different trials and problems and persecutions and illnesses and all kinds of different difficulties, you know, all kinds of stuff. But God is doing something in your life. God is doing something in your heart. And he won't stop doing that uh, until the day that you meet him face to face. So even though sometimes you know we live life and it, things can be difficult and you know we wonder you know, is God even here does He even care or whatever, Paul reminds us God is working in your life and in my life to bring us to fruition to bring us to the point where we can we we can honestly turn our heart and our life over to Christ fully. That that's the goal. Another verse comes out of chapter one, verse twenty uh 21 and it is so uh, one we we've all heard many times to live is Christ and to get, and to die is gain. You see Paul writes this from that prison in Rome and what he's he was he was kind of contemplating his own pending death. He knew he had made him so angry and, and Rome so angry with him that there was a good chance they were going to kill him. So he writes and he thinks about it and he's like, you know what? He says if I live I'm living in Jesus because I I believe in Jesus. I have faith in Jesus. I know God is working in my life and, and bringing me to this beautiful point of faith. And he says, but if I die, well, that's gain too because then I'm going to be with Christ. So he's looking at things and saying, regardless of what side of the coin I'm on, it's all good because of my faith in who Jesus Christ is. Another scripture is, uh, it comes out of uh, chapter 4, verse 13, and this is probably one of the most abused uh, scriptures that people use, and it says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Well, you know, people use that, well, let's go to the casino tonight, you know, because I can do all things through Jesus. Well, that's not quite what it means. It, what it means is that when we turn our life over to Christ, when we turn it over to God and we submit to his will over our, our own will, God's will is going to take place. We, we can do the things that God calls us to do. Um, we just have to yield to it. We just have to say, okay, I'm, I'm ready to follow. I'm ready to do the best I can. So keep me going, Lord. So those are a couple of the scriptures that are really um, relevant in the book of Philippians. And I want you to know that the overall theme, the overall theme of this book is very simple. Suffering and joy. And that is in the midst of suffering in the world, in the midst of the trials and the tribulations, there should be joy in our life based on our relationship with God through Christ. I mean, even though life is not perfect, even though we have hardships and things that we have to you know, face and things we have to overcome and whatever, all in all, it's still joyful because of our relationship with God and because of what He has promised to those that remain faithful. There's where the joy comes in. You know, the world can do its best to try and beat me up and swallow me up, and, you know, but when I have faith in Jesus, when I truly, honestly trust in what He has done and what He has planned for me, well, guess what? I can be joyful regardless of what I'm facing today because in him I have, I have faith and I have promises and I have things that I know in my life will come to fruition because of him, who God is, because of his power and strength. Uh, Paul also writes in the book of Philippians uh, this comment he makes about pouring his life out as an offering for Christ's sake. And really, I think that's important because it's a picture of where we are on our own individual personal journeys of faith. You know, if, if I'm not more involved, more in love with Christ, more, you know, understanding of what it is that he's offering to me through this. His sacrifice on the cross and and the life that He has planned for me. If I'm not growing stronger and stronger in the, every day, pouring my life out for Him, in other words, you know, then there's something wrong. And Paul was reiterating to them that that's the journey. That's how the church operates. That's the reason for the church. It's not for the coffee and donuts, and it's not for the you know the uh, the bake sales and the rummage sales and all that. If you're not growing in your relationship with God uh, through Christ, through the Holy Spirit, then there's something wrong. And as we've found out here through COVID and since everything has kind of gone digital, you don't necessarily have to set foot within you know, four walls in order to have a relationship with God and in order to grow in your faith. You don't have to. I mean, it's a great thing to do. The Bible encourages us to keep meeting together as a Christian community, but it's not a total necessity in order to become a believer and to know that your life is secure in the promises that God has for us. So this morning, that's really it. I want you to understand that, you know, most of the time we're getting You know, scolded somewhat by the writers and scripture about what we should do or hear the rules and regulations and whatever. You know, Paul is is taking his time uh, in his own struggles to write to this church and says, you know, guys, I came there and I, I preached to you and I taught you for about three months and now you're you're sharing you know what you have with others you're you're taking care of the poor you're taking care of the widows and the kids and you're visiting the people in jail and you know all these wonderful things you know that you are doing including sharing the message of christ with others he's like you guys are doing it and i'm proud of you and you know stay on it stay on the journey and that's the deal so guys i hope you have a great 4th of july weekend and again This will take place at 1145 from now on. So invite friends, family, uh, whatever. See you next week. Thanks and God bless. Tough Questions for God is a teaching ministry of the Rosebush United Methodist Church, where we challenge our faith with some of the most difficult issues. Tough Questions for God? is available on Facebook Live, Sundays at 11.30 a.m., or go on our website at toughquestionsforgod.org and just follow the links on the homepage for YouTube or via podcast. Thanks for joining, and don't forget to like and share. God bless.